0: Good morning, everybody. Hey, it is Friday, October 8th. This has been the first full week of October. So uh, yesterday we ended up uh, in not too bad a shape. But uh, the question is, where are we going from here? Which way will the streetcars go? That is the question, the cable cars. and, And are they going up or are we going down? And Dave and I will talk about that and more when we get started here in just a few minutes, but before I do, remember, folks, that uh, the closer you get to retirement, the more important it is to make sure that you understand how much risk you have in your portfolio, and so we created our core retirement design to help put together the retirement you always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to start going through our process, the core retirement design. Hey, Dave's coming up next. we got lots to talk about employment, the market, interest rates, a lot to get through today. That's next.
1: Uh, modern English, modern Dave and morning Dave too. It's 19 here before nine. Let's check in on your money and see how your IRA and 401k are treating you this morning. Wasn't a bad day yesterday on Wall Street, and looks like there's the possibility of at least being a flat day today looking at the futures. Let's head down, check in with Statler Financial Services' Philip Statler, and see what's going on. Philip, good morning. How are you?
0: Hey, good morning, Dave. Hey, we finished up the first full week of October, and it has been a up-and-down week for sure.
1: Boy, it sure as heck has to uh, set the table for the morning. Yesterday was another up day on Wall Street. Dow was up by 338. Standard & Poor's was up by 36. NASDAQ was up by 152. We were approximating a 1% increase. It was a pretty good day. A lot of that probably just relief at the fact that our uh, dang fools up in Congress managed to kick the can down the road by 30 days on the debt ceiling, which excited you and me to just absolute no end, right?
0: That's right. You know, and that's it. You know, We had rumors of it. Now it's official. The, I think the Senate actually passed it, sent it to the House. Yep. And hopefully the house will sign off on it today. It'll be a done deal. Kick that can just a little bit further down the road. Yeah, um, so
1: down the road, too, it's the week before Christmas. We're going to do it again, which is exactly what we need in the middle of a Santa Claus rally.
0: Yeah, it really is. Uh, it's, um, it, it's interesting, all the stuff. You read different articles and, um, you know, I was reading one that just, it just made me stop to think a little bit. We talk a lot about supply chain issues mm-hmm. and how that's been a problem. And uh, this article pointed out that stimulus isn't going to help that. a matter of fact, it's going to make it worse because you're giving people money in a stimulus effort and they can't go buy anything because the supply chain doesn't work.
1: Yeah, the net result, really, when you flood a market with money and there isn't anything to buy, what is available to buy ends up going up in price because there's a surplus of money chasing it. And, oh, gosh, we really need more inflation right now, don't we?
0: Oh, yeah, right. Like a hole in the head, right? We just do not need it. It is. Um, everything's just going up. And I know I went to the gas pump yesterday. I wish I would got it the day before, Dave. Um, 315 I had to pay yesterday.
1: Hey, yeah, and that's even with the new Wawa opening up. That you know, with sale prices on their gas, that ended up when the other two opened up, it chopped the price down by a little bit. While well, everybody met the price, well, we got the same effect up on the north end of the county now. But uh, you know, the floor is higher than it was a couple of weeks ago.
0: Yeah, it definitely is, and we're seeing that across the board. Um, that, that was a pretty big increase in gas prices.
1: I got you. So we got the rummies up in Washington messing with our brains and basically feeding us a little sugar for a month, and that's about it. And we get to the government data dump for the day, and this being the big week of the month with the unemployment numbers coming out, we got a slew of them. Let's start out with the good news, and then you and I will pick apart the uh, bull crud. Uh, Unemployment rate for for October, the way it's going to be reported at the top of the hour news, down from 5.2% all the way down to 4.8% unemployment. Isn't that great news?
0: <clears throat> Dave, you know, <laughs> I just have a hard time believing that number. I'm trying to think, how could we get there? And and it, it uh, dawned on me that, you know what, I bet there are a lot of people that between the age of 62 and 65 or 67 Decided, you know what, this COVID stuff, I'm over it. I'm retiring. And if that's the case, then that takes those people out of the workforce. And that would then give us maybe we could get to that 4.8% unemployment rate.
1: Yeah, well, that was kind of basically what I was reacting to as well. I'm also waiting to see the full unemployment report and see what that uh, completed U6 number looks like. I mean, we know there's a lot of jobs that are going begging, but we also know there's a qualification mismatch on some of the jobs. And uh, the combination of people that have just said, oh, screw it, I'm going to stop looking with the people that are saying, oh, screw it, I'm going to just retire, uh, because the other numbers we got this morning do not back up a four-tenths of a percent drop of the unemployment. Employment rate, the number of jobs we created last month. The good news is 317 thousand new jobs in the private sector, but total jobs created for the month last month only 194 thousand, compared to what we expected, which was closer to 500 thousand.
0: Yeah, and that's a, even a big drop from the the month before, right? It was like 366 thousand, uh, and I know that number got revised up somewhat, but still um that's a significant decline from uh from August. Oh
1: yeah, the August official report was 235,000 which if I remember correctly had both of us thinking about people jumping off of buildings they revised that up to 366 which even makes the comparison for you know for the September job number look even worse now.
0: Yeah, it really does and um <clears throat> I'm glad to see my tip sheets already updated August numbers. I wasn't sure if it had or not, but at, at 366000 in August and now 194 in September, um, that's definitely going the wrong, wrong way, Dave. Now, offhand, it
1: strikes me that way. Let me go back to some good news in the process in terms of average hourly earnings. In the last year, average hourly earnings for the American worker is up by 4%. That's in about the rate of inflation, which at the very least is nice to have. It was a six-tenths of a percent increase in hourly wages uh, last month, and it was only expected to be about four-tenths of a percent. So we'll take that bit of news happily.
0: Oh, absolutely. and But it, it becomes inflationary, right? I mean, we know that that the, the wage inflation is there because we're trying to get people to go to work. I mean, I was driving uh, down the road the other day and I saw, you know, McDonald's looking for $12 an hour help. Um, who'd ever thought that would happen?
1: <laughs> Even allowing for a $10 minimum wage, McDonald's and the fast food joints paying $2 an hour over minimum. That's just one of those uh, make your head explode numbers, because that just tells you that they, uh, j- there are more jobs than there are people. And actually, the, the economist in me says that's the way the minimum wage needs to go up anyway, by having jobs bidding for employees, because that's what actually moves wages up instead of having the government say you must pay this X or Y or Z. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, supply and
0: demand is what should be running it.
1: Absolutely. And generally, that's the way the minimum wage has been effectively ratcheted up over the years. When the natural wage begins to go up, then we lock it as being the minimum as time goes on. So actually, in retrospect, while you and I were kind of going on the notion of passing that $15 minimum wage referendum we had in the state of Florida, now market conditions are actually bidding it up to the point where the minimum wage is going up to above what the law says.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. And that's, uh, you know, that's the, the issue of supply. And so, you know, there's, there's not enough people that want to work and we need them. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that drives away. And economics
1: are so actually doing what they're supposed to do now for a change. So I'm kind of happy to see that. I didn't have a chance to ask you before we went on the air. Does any company have any news out today that's worth mentioning?
0: Well, there are some things. We don't have really any earnings, uh, Dave. But uh, but I did find this um, somewhat interesting, and it was kind of the head of a lot of different news reports today. And that's Tesla. They're going to leave California in their rearview mirror and uh, and move their headquarters to Texas. Ooh! are,
1: are they using yeah. self-driving cars to get there?
0: Uh, they probably need self-driving trucks, right, to load everything up and move it. But I don't, it doesn't say that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but they are, they're also increasing their uh, production, it says, at their California and their Nevada plants.
1: Okay. Yeah, I saw that item about moving to Texas and that the lower tax state, the more business-friendly corporate tax structure in Texas compared to California. It, it's been kind of a trend for the last few years. Texas has been gaining a lot over California as that's gone on.
0: Oh, yeah, there's a, a lot of that stuff in Simi Valley, California, has been moving towards Austin, Texas.
1: Understood. Oh, sidebar night item that I see on my news ticker, and it might explain some of the behavior of the markets. You and I talked before we went on the air, that after the unemployment number came out, we had a substantial dip in all three of the indexes, and then they kind of rebounded. might be partially because of the observation Barron's just made on their blog, Uh, that 194,000 job figure last month, which really stinks. uh, Barron's is now saying that should probably make the Federal Reserve think real seriously about whether or not they want to start tapering this month and next. So maybe maybe the reaction of the market has been that uh, this means that we're going to get more uh, fiscal heroin out of the uh, Federal Reserve.
0: That might be interesting. You know, I was looking at uh, uh, another thing that caught my attention, uh, Dave, in terms of uh, interest rates. They were trying to say you you know that uh, they they put a chart out how long they thought You know, they thought that, hey, you know, the the yield curve was changing, uh, not to the good uh, as far as raising interest rates um, this year. They thought tapering would really start the first part of next year and that by the end of 2023, we'd actually see interest rates themselves start to go up.
1: Now, that would make more sense than the uh, rumors that we keep hearing about. They're going to start the process of this month's meeting.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, and I I can't remember this guy's name that wrote the article, but I, I just thought that was a that was a pretty good chart of of how he thought things should work out in the next uh, two years.
1: And given what's been going on, I mean, we went for a year with the Federal Reserve saying, "Come on, Congress, you got to do something on fiscal policy." And uh, Congress did nothing. Now, all of a sudden, the Congress is going apy on fiscal policy measures and the Federal Reserve talking about doing some tightening on monetary policy. Uh, Put them together, it could be a mix for disaster. So if the Fed would sit tight for a couple more months, it probably wouldn't be a bad idea while Congress goes crazy. Uh, Yeah, well,
0: you know, there needs to be, um, obviously, with all the choppiness we're seeing, there needs to be some stability somewhere.
1: Uh, yeah, and we don't have any on the political front. That's for doggone sure. Resetting the table for the morning, up day on Wall Street yesterday. Some upsetting, but at the same time, second thought reaction news this morning on the economic front. What are we doing 45 minutes before the real money gets thrown around?
0: Dave, we have been all over the board, and right now it's a mixed bag. We've got the Dow is actually back down uh, a tenth of a percent. Uh, the S&P 500 is basically flat right now, and the NASDAQ is up less than a quarter of a percent. Uh, small caps are flat, and the VIX is heading up just a tad. On the uh, commodity side, we've got silver. Oh, that's p- kind of nice. It's up 1.8%. It's finally crossed back over 23 to $23.07 an ounce. Uh, we got gold up nine-tenths uh, of a percent. And then crude oil, Dave, I'm afraid it's going the same direction. It's up 1.1% to $79.19 a barrel right now.
1: Oh, poop, $80 a barrel might not be that far away. Overseas markets, Asian rim market, pretty much uniformly up this morning at the close about 6 a.m. Europe is looking at our economic reports and saying, oh, no, they're all off fractionally, but all of them are in readings midway through their trading day. Advice needed, Philip. I need to get my retirement fund stable so I know how they're to retire on in the years to come. How do I find you to get that advice?
0: You know, Dave, that's why we have put together our process. Uh, we call it the core retirement design so that folks can, can really and truly put together the retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037. Uh, Check out our website, statlerfinancial.com, and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning, on Highlands News Talk 730, and now on 95.3 FM.
1: I got you. We're going to lose the the Saturday noon report because the Gator program starts at 9 a.m. on Saturday morning, so 6 o'clock Saturday morning and 10 o'clock Sunday morning. Fair enough?
0: All right, man. People have to get up early to listen.
1: Yep, that's it. Or just uh, you know, go to early church and then listen to it at 10 o'clock Sunday morning, like I do. Philip, thank you so much. We'll see you Monday. All right. All
0: right, man. Have a great day.
1: Thank you, my friend. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler from
0: the pit. Hey, folks, I want to thank you for joining us on this Friday, the first uh, full week of October. I hope you have a great weekend. Listen to us over the weekend. Remember, Saturday morning, 6. 10 a.m. Sunday morning. Join us again Monday, same time, same place. Until then, have a great weekend. Bye now.